Hey everybody, Chase Nobles here, founder of Kush.com. We've got James Thompson here with Compeak. How are you, James? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm honored well, to uh, be on this interview. <laughs> Thank you. It's a pleasure to have, have you on the show. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a little bit in the making. We both had a little bit of life going on and uh, glad to make it finally happen. Now you're based out of Alabama. And, yes, Birmingham, uh, Birmingham and Alabama. Yes. An interesting state from an agricultural perspective, but also from a cultural perspective. Um, but it yes. sounds like y'all have a lot going on. Tell us a little bit about what you do, what you've been working on, and uh, how the business is going. Well, um, I started uh, Compeak uh, in 2018. On uh, I started a website. Um, I hired a company to come up with an e-commerce, uh, you know, website, and I wanted to get into the uh, uh, the cannabis industry uh, through hemp. And, um, and and CBD had just uh, the farm bill had passed. And so uh, one of the uh, there was a business here in town that actually was one of the first to start. And uh, so I was doing some research. I studied uh, and I said, you know, this is something I might be interested in. And because of my background, uh, seven years ago, I had a heart attack, major heart attack and five blood clots. And, uh, you know, I'm very blessed to be here, uh, to be alive today because um, I almost died. And, you know, and it was, uh, it was I was in ITU for about uh, two weeks. And I was in a hospital for about a month. So I recovered, uh, but I was still, you know, of course, they prescribed me prescription meds, uh, blood pressure med and, you know, your normal, you know, blood thinner to to be able to, you know, survive and cope daily. So I was on uh, for about five years. Uh, the meds kept getting, you know, one after the other. They would prescribe another pill, another pill. Next thing you know, I was taking about 11 pills a day. I counted. I'll never forget. I woke up one morning. I was like, just, I was very depressed and. And I wasn't getting any better. I just felt like you know, I was putting on a lot of weight and my uh, energy level was low, um, just depressed. I started having nightmares, dreams about, I'll be honest with you, dreaming committing suicide, you know, and I knew something wasn't right. So I was like, so I, I remember counting, opening up all the bottles, put it on the counter. And I said, man, I'm taking 11 pills a day. This is, this is not working for me. Right. So I just made a conscious just a decision to you know, take over and uh, do a little more research on these pills I was taking. I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get off of these pills. And uh, so I decided cold Turkey to stop. And when I did, I was down to like two pills a day. I started feeling a little bit better. I started working out, you know, get on a diet and just everything, you know, just my whole life changed, my lifestyle. Uh, and I, I saw some alternative medicine. I started taking CBD uh, and, and with the holistic doctor, you know, prescribing some other natural remedies. So it started working for me. And with that said, I started doing some more research on CBD. That's how I got to, you know, to, to motivation to, to do that. So, and I said, you know what, let me, let me look into this further. And so when the farm bill passed, I decided to open up my own business and try to help other people that might've been in my predicament or going through the same thing that I did. So that was kind of like a motivation for me. And I remember I hadn't been on social media forever, man. I finally got on social media. When I first opened up my e-commerce. I launched the store. I did like a testimony of, of what I was going through. I was very transparent. And man, you should have saw my DM after that. It was like, and then I knew at that moment I was on the wrong track. Like I knew this is what I needed to do. Well, that's so, why I, I want to back yeah. it up, you know, just, just quickly, because I think there's a lot of people that deal with similar issues, you know, that try that are looking for alternatives. You're, yes. you're not, an, you're not an old guy. You're 53 years old and you had, you had a major heart attack, almost died. And yeah. then I can't imagine the anxiety of, is this going to happen again? You know, what, what is my timeline here? Realistically. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're, you, yes, I would yes. imagine that all those thoughts are going through your head. 
plus you've got all these medications. So who the unknown side effects and the known side effects of all of those, it sounds like you were in a really rough place. What, what made you turn to CBD? Was it just research? Was it just kind of desperation? How, how did you, you know, fall on cannabinoids in the first place that, you know, to help you get out of whatever you were in there? That's a great question. Um, so, you know, I come from the health and fitness industry. I was uh, a bodybuilder. I was, uh, you know, I used to have a smoothie shop back in the day and, and I would make smoothies for all the athletes and bodybuilders. And so I kind of had a knowledge. I was a personal trainer. I had the knowledge of, you know, health and fitness and, and supplements and all that. So with that said, uh, coming from that type of background, I went to a really bad divorce and I just let myself go. And, I, and I'll be straight up honest with you. I didn't live a good lifestyle, you know, smoking two packs a day. And so I kind of destroyed myself. I just, I was so depressed and all that accumulated to what happened with the heart attack. I had like five blood clots. So, um, you know, after I, I finally had an awakening, after I came out of the hospital, I just, you know, I, I, I want to turn my life around. I want to get better and, you know, do better. And, and plus my daughter, you know, born and, so I wanted to make a good example of myself. So with that said, you know, after the five years gone by and my health deteriorating, not getting any better, um, when I made that constant decision to take over my body and, and you know, I said enough's enough, you know, I don't want to commit suicide. <laughs> so when things started getting better, uh, like and when I found out about the farm bill, that's what kind of, I was watching the news one day and I, and I noticed you know, that's before the farm bill passed, somebody that was brave enough to start a business here, you know, they arrested, arrested him. They, they thought, you know, this was illegal. And then come to find out, like three, four months later, the farm bill passed. So they let him, you know, everything. He was good, right? They released him. And so they, uh, it was all over the news. And that kind of motivated me. I caught my attention. And then I started digging more about CBD and, you know, with cannabis and all that. I knew that there's a reason why that plays on there. You know, it's been helping a lot of people through the years, you know, for anxiety and sleep and pain and number one inflammation. And I had a lot of inflammation in my body. So, and, and you know, the inflammation is the start, it's the root of all evil. That's what causes all these major diseases. If you don't take care of yourself, that inflammation gets worse and then all these diseases start to form. So um, I reached out to a buddy of mine in Atlanta and I told him what was going on with my health. He said, and I told him I was getting off meds. He said, man, that's the best thing you could do. It was a smart decision. He, you know, he said there's some alternative medicine he recommended. So I got on that. So this is, this is what I, this is a true testimony. My, my left kidney had blockage. It almost shut down. That's, I almost died because of that. I mean, it completely almost shut down. It had blocked because of the five blood clots. So when they finally to thin my blood out and save, you know, my kid, my left kidney, uh, it was like, just kind of give you an idea as far as the, the kidney function was at like 34. It was in the low 30s. So that's almost like, you know, dialysis. So it's, it was like that around the 30, 40s ever since the hospital. So when I started my treatment with my friend, you know, the holistic doctor with, this, uh, with the supplements that he told me that I should take and also with the CBD, I noticed I did that for about a year. And I went and got my daily checkup, my yearly checkup. So I went in the office. I'll never forget. It. I did blood work. Uh, he comes back. He says, uh, what, what have you been doing? I said, I told him. He said, man, he said, my GFR for my left kidney was 70. It went from four to 70. He said I had a little wiggle room there. Normally 60, 70, you know? So it was beyond. I mean, way you up. So. You doubled the function of your kidney. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And, you know, so, from a holistic perspective, I, I just can't amazing. imagine, you know, <laughs> not only the physical 
aspects of this, but the mental health aspects of this as well. And I think it's just so ignored in a lot of cases of like, there's something about feeling good. And not only were you starting mm-hmm. to feel better, but you found a purpose in starting a business and yes, sir. you know, a purpose that has a lot of roadblocks. You know, there's always the challenges of starting a business Now you add on hemp and all the issues with that. And then you add on, you know, kind of the health factors as well. And it it just kind of, and you're in Alabama of all places, which I know regardless of what the law says, you know, you might get messed with a little bit on on top of being a minority. It's just, it's like, you know, one, two, three, you have to stay motivated and feeling good and having that purpose and that mission must've been really empowering in that moment to be, you know, feel like you've been down so long to have something really important that you're working on. Tell us a little bit about the business because, you know, you look healthy. You, you look like you've really overcome a, a challenging time. I have. Business must be something that you absolutely love what are, what are the things that you're working on and, and how has that, you know, grown and, and shifted and changed and pivoted based on what you've learned within the market over the last year? Well, you know, I've learned so much. Um, you know, I've never been so passionate about something in my life. And, I, you know, being 53, uh, you know, having a business about 20 years ago, um, you know, it's like a, a reawakening, you know, like God's given me another chance and to use my testimony to help other people i've noticed and it just happened i don't want to say by accident but it was like it was like i feel like it's you know maybe it was meant to be but with with everything that's been happening and the growth of my business it just it's, it's, it's crazy man like i've been so blessed this this year alone like you know we won three awards back to back you know i come out of nowhere uh the products that we have we have are just amazing oh there's a lot of great companies out there and we're all, you know, to me, I feel like we're all in this together. It's not a competition thing, you know, and I feel like, you know, we can all learn from each other. It's what I'm doing. I'm trying to learn from other companies and what they do best and incorporate with mine. Uh, I was just very lucky to, to partner with somebody that that's brilliant, uh, came out with some products that was just for my company, you know, with the formulations. And I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm a go-getter, you know, I'm, I've always been, you know, before my heart attack, I've, I've always been motivated, you know, I like to, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And uh, so my brain never shuts off, man. I'm always constantly thinking about what's next, what's next. And now it's even more so because of my company, the way it's taken off, I'm looking for the next big thing and what can I do to help people, you know, the next minor cannabinoid or whatever that's coming out, you know, and, but at the same time, you are, you're, you're right. This is the most challenging business I've ever been in because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, you know? Uh, And I want to make sure I do the right thing. Like, you know, I was told that when I went to my first expo in Indianapolis back in February, that's when I won my first award. I won Best Edible. And this is when I was just getting into the Delta 8. Uh, but before we were just a TAC free company, all of my products were TAC, you know, broad spectrum. I, and I, I didn't want, uh, you know, my customers, my clientele to fail a drug test, you know. And at that time, I, I was like, okay, well, we'll just provide a TAC free brand and make sure we work on these formulations. And it was, we started out with six products. It was doing well. It was okay. When you like to say, was, the market was so flooded with so many CV companies, very competitive. And uh, of course, you couldn't advertise. And so I was like, and I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, you know, I had a marketing company and that didn't work. That didn't go right. Uh, I was spending a lot of money with them and, and, and I didn't have one sale for three months. I was getting really discouraged. And so I decided to take it over. You know, I went, I got, I got on social media. I think. Then I learned that customers want to make a connection with, you know, me, the owner, 
And when I was starting to do my testimony of what happened to me and why I'm doing this and why I'm using the products, it just, it connected. And the next thing I know, I started just a flood of people DMing, messaging me about their experiences, you know, and then they would try my product and how it helped them. And it just kind of grew from there. And then going to the expos, and this is what I really love. I love being in front of my customers and educating them about cannabis and hemp and it just the whole industry, you know, and my products. I love doing that. I love connecting with my customers. And that's the reason why I, I travel. I'm almost, I'm, I'm almost out of town every week. And I've been going to so many expos this year. I can't name. We've been to three uh, original CBD expo tours, one in Indianapolis, Denver, and uh, Colorado. And I'm so proud of it because we won. We took on, I mean, it was a lot of leading brands there. And, and we took and we won three awards back to back this year. So I'm very proud of that. You know, we won Best Edible, uh, Best Delta A Tincture for our pain and sleep formula. And uh, which I'm, that's amazing. I love it. And uh, we also won Best Minor Cannabinoid Formulation. So, and then hopefully maybe we'll win another one before the year's over. So we're working on that. That's amazing. You know, I, I, I think there's something to be said about what you've done so far, but it sounds like your your mind is focused on the future and what's coming down the pipeline. I imagine that you have all kinds of different plans, but whenever you think about what the future holds, how do you think about this industry and and what your role is in it? Um, whether it's you know connecting with the customers, going you know more directly to customers, or all, all the different minor cannabinoid variations, or some of the risk factors like the FDA or you know, larger pharmaceutical companies. How do you think about the future? And what would it, what advice would you give to other businesses out there asking themselves the same question? Um, Chase, do you mind if I introduce? You? I want to answer you, but I want help, I want to bring to help me. By all means, yeah. We have a guest show. on the show today. Yes. She, she's actually part of the, my success. You know, she's been with me on the road. Uh, she was my lawyer at first, and we 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 started dating, and now she, you know we are. She's helped me in so many ways with this business. I, I can't include, I cannot include her. So I'm going to bring her in. This is Patricia. Patricia, uh, we've got a lawyer <laughs> in the house. Say hello. That was quite introduction. Right so, on. Patricia, great but, to meet but, you. It's a pleasure to have you well. on this show. Um, the question that you I, asked, that's why I was like, you know, she's, she, we, we're definitely going to bring that topic to, because I'm oh, glad you asked hold, that. Hold on, hold on, Patricia, I got to <laughs> say. I asked about the future and he brings you in. Yeah. So I don't know what's coming around the corner, but that was, uh, <laughs> he says that I gave you Quite an introduction. That's, a, that's an intro right there. So, well, you know, uh, since we've been traveling a lot, learning and seeing other companies and what direction is going in, she's been, I've been seeking her advice on a lot of things. Like I, I you know, as far as like, I know Delta eight is a gray area right now. It's becoming illegal in a lot of States. You know, and I was a little hesitant about, you know, putting that product in my, but then I noticed a lot of companies, okay, let me back up. We went to Vegas, the first convention they ever had back, you know, the pandemic hit, they didn't have it for a while. So went to the very first one and I've never been to a convention, you know, like that size and that scope. I'm not, I won't mention which one, but I went there and I saw primarily almost 60, 70% of companies were having Delta 8 on the market. I noticed it was, it was kind of marketed differently than, than we, we market it. You know, I want it to be medicinal. You know, I wanted to have, make sure it has CBD, some other cannabinoids in there that helps with anxiety and sleep and pain. 
not just for the feel of the, you know what I'm saying? So we, that's why we formulated and we're a health and wellness company first and for first and foremost. And so I wanted to make sure all of our formulations with the Delta eight, there's a lot of companies that just had Delta eight and that was it, you know? So and then that just didn't, that's not what I wanted to do. And I think that's another reason why that we kind of won a lot of these awards, especially for the Delta eight tincture and the minor cannabinoid formulations. Cause we do put, we take pride in, in make sure all of our formulations have some meaning to it. You know what I mean? Like it's going to help you in some way. So, and then that's where she comes in and she would tell me, you know, she would give me advice and I value her because I know all the decisions that I've made, I couldn't have done without her, you know? So with the future, you know, I, I know I, I want to bring something that nobody else in this industry, and we're working on some th things now, but I know that, you know, it, it has to be natural. You know, I don't, I don't want to be synthetic. I want it to be natural derived from him. And, and she'll, she says it best. Tell him, tell him about the, the natural law. You know? Well, one yeah. thing I really see just in this industry in general, that's going to be really important is more focus on the miners. So not extracting and making something that's synthetic because that, you know, it's, well, technically, yes, it may, you know, skewed under the radar, so to speak, according to the farm bill it kind of violates the spirit of the law. So I think that we really want to focus on things that are naturally derived and naturally extracted and really focus mm -hmm. on the different miners that can be used to, to help people with well, a lot of different things. I mean, we're actually working. I like what you're saying, Patricia. And since we got you on the show, and, and I think that I already <laughs> know the answer, when you think about all the Delta variants and different things like that, regarding minor cannabinoids, not coronavirus, but regarding minor cannabinoids, <laughs> um, how do you how do you look at those from a legal perspective? Because yes, they you know may be legal in a lot of states, mm -hmm. but they're also getting outlawed in a lot of states. And then how do you mesh that uh, with with the business, James? Based on the advice that you get from a legal perspective, how, how do you look at those two things and blend them, and then make a business plan? Go first. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You're right. It's a gray area because they're legal, they're illegal, who knows? You have the, the farm bill that says it has to be naturally derived. So nothing- Very little precedence from a legal perspective, there's, right? There's not, there's really none. It's a it's a wild west. So I think one thing we want to make sure we do is if if the hammer ever does down, we want to make sure that we're above and beyond mm -hmm. any kind of liability whatsoever. So making sure that it's those things that are extracted but not then taken to a lab and changed into something else. So you add this and this and this, and then you have, well, I don't want to say anything out loud because I don't want to throw any, you know, any extractors under the bus, so right. to speak. That's not the intent whatsoever. Right. But it's really all about keeping it Compl to its truest form. Compliant, you know. Directly derived you from hemp, not then altered in if, many different ways. If you saw our packaging, our labeling, you know, it's so like we dot all the I's, cross the T's. We make sure we don't sell under 21, but we try to come, we go, we, we, every little dot, you know, we, we cover it all. The, the, the warning labels, the, the, the dosage down to how many exact milligram party lab reports, you know, There's a lot of great companies out there that are doing that. And I think that makes us le more legitimate, you know, if we're going to present this type of, you know, cannabinoid to the market. We know there's a lot of risk factors involved, but like I said, it's, as you know, as well as I do, and I think that's what happened with the CBD industry. It was kind of, it's kind of going down because it was just so many companies out there and everything was kind of like private label. So everybody was kind of getting the same product. It really wasn't anything special, you know, and it was, you know what I'm saying? And, and so now, you know, what if, if people feel it, they think, oh, it must be working. 
you know, it's kind of like that mindset. But at the same time, we all know that cannabinoids do help. You know, we're actually concentrating more on terpenes now, more than anything, terpenes. You know, we're working on the profiles and and, you, and that's the reason why we won that award for the paint formula, because we added, we actually concentrated more on the terpenes in there than we did anything else. And so I think, very, I think it's very smart yeah. and you're yeah. correct. The oversaturation yeah. of the market has yeah. led to some amazing innovation, but it's also led to some hard times for, you know, many businesses. Um, mm -hmm. Differentiation is so important as market. I think terpenes is a great direction to go focusing on the minors, but, you know, maintaining legal compliance and doing your best to, to stay above the law, which is right. always changing. So, um, constantly, oh, constantly. <laughs> Patricia, <challenging>. James, <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And I really appreciate you guys joining us, being a part of our platform, kush.com. And I yeah. can't wait to see you guys down at the Texas show coming up soon. Yes, I know. And I have a care package for you. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right I on. Wait. I can't yes. wait. I will. I'm looking forward to that. We'll see yes. you at the Texas Hemp Convention. Patricia, James, pleasure. Best of luck with the business. Can't wait to see where you guys are a year Thank from you. now. All right. Thank you, Chase. And thank uh, you, guys. Congratulations on your congratulations on your daughter. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank I appreciate you. it. Right. We'll talk All soon. Right. All right. Bye.